my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. Tell us about how she creates birdhouses. So unless there's any questions before we get started, I'm going to hand it over to Lisa. Me really good. I'm so happy you all joined to hear this because I never thought in my wildest dreams building a birdhouse out of alderwood would ever attract so much attention and it really truly has. Um, I, eight years ago I would say and I was um, with a man who was cutting down an alder tree and um, as you know, if a tree comes down, bark chips off of it, and especially when you're sawing it up to use for firewood. Um, my life was really, really dark at that time. And um, to the point where when I went out, um, place to commit suicide. So I picked up this piece of wood and it'll just, just exactly, it was shaped just exactly like a little birdhouse. It had the peak on top and it had the little sides and it even had a little hole where a bug had put his little woodpecker or whatever part of nature. And I began to cry because I thought that that was um, a gift from God that had told me, no, no, this isn't what you need. And I a piece of wood and I'll be doggone if that didn't, didn't look did. Um, all the, we'll call it the meat, which is the inside of a tree, which you usually count all the rings if everybody remembers that from biology and other classes. And like a log would be that had been hollowed out. And I begin to collect all of these different shapes. And the ones that were shaped like U's, like a canoe, I flipped them so the empty side was down. And lined them all up together and they looked like a tile roof and all of these forms were coming to me and I thought oh my god this is a gift from God and I quickly ran to the garage and I started to get some wood glue just regular crafters glue just together and the one piece that looked just exactly house to this day is part of a wind chime and I keep it very close to my heart because I believe it was a sign that I wasn't supposed to go to that woodshed. Something directed my attention elsewhere. Anyway, um, uh, what I do is I go out to the woods. And since alder is kind of hard to find, and, and a lot of people say, oh, no, it isn't. It's right over there. And there, I'm not going to go up to a tree. And I'm not going to whack off a big hunk of alder. That would be like coming up to us and whacking off a big piece of skin. So when I say it's hard to find, unless I put an ad in one of my groups, alder tree looking for that has fallen down and for you willing to give me pieces of it, it's really difficult to, to find, you know, alder. Although now I have come across, birch is kind of thick too. The alder tree thickness can be anywhere from, well, I'm feeling one right now, and every piece on here is about three quarters of an inch thick, okay? Have you ever felt, have any of you ever felt or seen bark at all on different trees? Yes. The 
um, bubbly shaped. It it uh, been scored or been in a fire where it has bubbled. So it's very fun to work with. It's very tactile to work with. It's it's great. But little corners on things, gluing them together, and then pretty soon I grab a big piece and I think, hey, you know, this fits right here, and I think I'll glue it here. Pretty soon I had like a side of that, although you're not it's exactly flat. Things are curved in, and then maybe you don't want it to curve in right there, so now you have to find another piece to bring it outwards more. Uh, form the little hole that they go in by making a square out of four different pieces, a little top and two sides, and I try and make the two sides look like shutters. So the birdie house um, has two shutters on it. And then I always drill a hole for the perch. And sometimes the perch, this is the funniest thing. Sometimes the perch will take me the longest time to find in the woods. Uh, I one for the right type of uh, birdhouse that I'm making. And I really don't even know what type of a birdhouse I'm done with or making until I'm done with it. And I've got one that started out so tall, it's, well, I'm five foot and it comes mid, mid thigh. So we're talking pretty big, tall birdhouses. And I, this, I did the hole at the top of the birdhouse. So when the bird goes into the house, it's got to drop way down quite a bit to the base where it would build its bird's nest. And so birds have ever built their nest in that birdhouse. But it's cute and I wrapped rope around it and it's called my, I, I put it on my uh, Facebook when I did a video of my birdhouses. I call it Seaside Birdhouse. And I put shells on them and back to the perch, I found a perch that looked exactly like a exact perch that I wanted, but it'll take me a while to find just that right little piece of limb or that right little piece of stick that will fit the birdhouse. Um, doing a birdhouse that was in the shape of a teardrop for a lady who wanted it to be a fairy. And when I got done doing the perch on that, the end of it um, looked exactly like a little horseshoe. So that's the one thing I do take a lot of time in doing. But once I got a side built up, I thought, well, now how am I going to, how am I side built and pretty soon within I would say it took me a month um, of see a form coming on like this piece sitting here and I'd like to tell you that I just bring home the wood from the woods and do this but I want to explain to you there's a lot more than that sometimes the bark is in real big nasty stinky pieces and it's mildewed and but if it's the right type of wood then I need trust me I've I've packed pieces of wood back bigger than your nightstand just so I could break them up and have them and um, I bring the wood back my girlfriend's kind enough to let me use some two by fours and spread the wood out on it above the ground so it dries out and this has been a great time to do it because it's so warm out and then I take it and when it's all dried out, I brush them off real good. 
and break them into different size pieces. And, and that can go anywhere from hitting it with a hammer, stomping on it with my foot. However the pieces land is how they may be. And I bring them home and I start soaking them in a, and bleach. And you use very little baking soda. And I'm not exactly sure what this woodsman told me this baking soda was used for, but he always cleans it out with a little bit of baking soda and a half a cup of bleach to one gallon of water. And there's my wood sitting in this for probably a week. And you can see all the sediment and all the bugs and everything kind of rise to the top. Now my wood is clean. And so I brush it down again and I have to let it dry out one more time. So it goes back over to my girlfriend's house to dry out in the sun or in her garage if it's been raining. And from there, I take glue, which is just a good carpenter's glue and my hot glue gun. And that's how I get the pieces to stick. If, if there's pieces that fit together, but I really have a rough time getting the hot glue down in there, getting my glue down there and feeling with my finger at the same time. I'm not afraid to say to my neighbor, hey, you need to come over and help me with this. But for the whole thing with glue, once I have glued a piece on, then I coat the whole thing with glue. Um, that, um, well, it looked like top came from on the tree, but I picked it up and it fit just perfect on one house. So it looked like it had a little peak or a castle. And I found other pieces that I could glue onto that, which attached to the sides. And before you know it, I had a birdhouse. And um, to this day, I have that birdhouse and I've had people offer up to $200 for it. So I've sold very few of them. I feel like I'm stingy, but, um, I, they're kind of my babies and I like to keep them around. And the one that I made that was in, in the uh, shape of a fairy house, I was paid for that one, but um, ordered one. They're not something that takes, you know, I, I say to people, if you want me to make you one, don't expect it to be here next week or the next week, but maybe in a couple months because they do take a lot of time. There's times where I'm holding two pieces of wood together until they bind um, because I can't get the hot glue gun down there or I just want this little piece to set right there and there's no way I can put it on there and clasp it on there with any type of um, clothespin item like that. So I'm known to go around holding two pieces of wood together and it's really great when the two pieces of wood stick to you and now you're trying to get them off your hand to go somewhere I don't remember on the birdhouse. So it, it can turn out to be quite funny. I know I had a spot for it right here. I just know it, but it always ends up going somewhere else and that's okay because it's hit and miss and the holes get filled in by little bits of pine cone or other little tiny bits of wood. It's the fun part, like I said, the perch. And I'll make little little um, little holes in it and carve away, oh, let's say a heart-shaped window. And if you find a little piece of wood out there that's kind of U-shaped, you can fit it in that little window that you've carved and put a little sprig of ivy in it. And that little birdie's got a window all set up in his birdhouse. 
so it takes it's it's decorating it's fun it's very calming i never never thought this would be a passion but um it and i truly um it's what i go to when i'm when i really need to unwind so um anyway all this are all listening it's it's made me really feel good is there any questions You did an amazing job. Thank you for explaining all that. Um, when you I do have a question. <laughs> yeah, she does have a question from someone. They've been waiting a while, actually. Um, so we have a question. The area code is 501. You can unmute. Okay, this is, I'm in the 501. This is Teresa from um, Little Rock, Arkansas. And I wanted to know where you, um, you find you talk about the alder tree uh where can you in the alder wood now where what state I, should i say uh do the alder trees grow i really don't know I'm, I'm in i'm in washington of course okay and so you're west coast yes i am yeah yes um like i said birch would do alder and um, the rest of the trees like if you went up to a cedar tree You'll see that cedar grows in like strips. So you don't want anything yes. like that. This has to be heavy and thick so that you can glue the pieces together. You could never manage anything like a cedar tree. Right. But around as far here, as I we know, have a West lot of Coast. Oak. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah around yeah, yeah. here, we have a lot of oak. And oak. I have felt bark. Yes. I have felt what I know what bark, tree bark feels like. So that I have felt. You gather a birdhouse sometime if you ever see a fallen tree or know somebody who's cutting yeah. up some tree for a firewood, just go out and yeah. see what that that uh, bark can build for you. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay, we have another. And I'll definitely, I'll definitely hunt you down whenever I'm ready to do that because <laughs> this sounds like You'd fun. Be my guest. Yes. And I just need a yard. <laughs> now I just need a yard for the birds to come to. A yard and a tree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have another hand. Um, it's area code 307. Yes, uh, this is Pat from Pensacola, Florida. Uh, I, Lisa, I really enjoy hearing about those little birdhouses. And I would love to see some of them. You know, I had um, high hopes of putting in them, putting them in um, our. Uh, uh, but of course, we didn't have anything this year up in the great state of Washington. We we had nothing, so I couldn't put my birdhouses in them. But but uh, I have put them on video. But I could certainly, if any of you that have any sight at all, I could put them on um, um, in the Facebook group. You're definitely welcome to put them there, especially if you put like a little description about it. We would love that. Do that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And thank we you. Have, we would love that. We have two other hands. 
Um, we have Sarah. Sarah, you may unmute. Sarah. Okay, we'll come back to Sarah. Um, we have Verlin. Oh, I'm here now. Okay. Is, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is Sarah from Missouri, and I think this is a fabulous idea. Um, and I can just imagine how unique each one is. I mean, I, I used to have sight, then I lost it. But I have a question. Um, once you're done, um, and if you want them, you know, put them outside, do you put any coating on them? Like, uh, all I can think of is a polyurethane, but I don't know if that would be the right, but do you coat them for the, for weather? Use the right word. I either use just a, um, uh, the rest of them go blank for me right now. I do have one that I can put on that um, keeps it pretty, through the fall but as I say a lot of the parts are done with just carpentry glue and even though you might get it wet you don't want to make you don't want to let it continuously be wet this is maybe one of those summertime birdhouses I don't have a spot for a birdhouse right now so I've got them inside my house but in when I lived out in the country I had them underneath my porch um, and it was a point use and but it was fascinating to see the birds go in and out and there's no bottom to them so they you either have to put them on a platform which some people you know say would be great and other people just say no I'll set it on I'd set it on something but um it's it's whatever I do it's whatever I start out with and whatever I end up with Okay. Otherwise, it, it just wouldn't be good to put them outside for any condition. And Berlin had her hand up. Hi. Yes, um, my, my question's been answered, so thank you. All right, no more hands. <laughs> I've um, kind of ran out of wood here. Um, I've gone through this one park that I go to every day for my two mile walk. And there, I think I've stripped every fallen tree that is the kind of tree that I need. The poor tree is now naked. And um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it's just the dead tree and it's the saddest thing. But um, I am, I'm getting ready to put up a little ad in um, somewhere in one of my Facebook groups, hoping that that alder tree that has fallen that I can come out and get their alder and start in all over again because this one that's been sitting in my dining room is half done and I'm really looking forward to it because it's made from it's it's and take your hands and make them into what a canoe shape would be kind of like hollowed out like I described before except there's 27 of them and they all go in a circle like a log cabin would go horizontal. Well, these go vertical 
and some are bigger than others. And so you can imagine if you turned it upside down and looked at the inside of it, it would be like, like together. And I do have some flat pieces, but I don't think that would really do what I need it to do to finish up. So anyway, top on it yet. So there's still a ways to go. Um, I count the pieces. Right now, the big one that I'm looking at is 360 pieces. Um, oh my goodness. Oh yes, another one is about <laughs> 240. My son said to me, hey mom, just, just send me one. I have a beautiful backyard. My son lives in Missouri. I said, which one would you like? And he says, oh, the seaside. I'm like, okay, 50 pounds, are you paying for it? These are by <laughs> no means light. These are by no means light. <laughs> So um, maybe sometime if he comes up, I might give him a present. I don't know. I don't know. They're, like I said, they're my babies. I've, I've worked on them in times of sadness, and, and um, they're just kind of my little babies. So how many have you completed? The very first one that I did years and years ago. Um, let's see. I've got this seaside one. I've got another one here called Rosebud. Uh, rosebud, I got all round pieces and they all look like little flowerettes and I combined oh, them pretty. all together and, and then I made some little windows and underneath the windows I glued some little little artificial roses and some ivy and things like that and I didn't make a perch for that one because the hole is so low to where you might have put it that the bird could have just hopped right in so I didn't need a perch for that one but I decorated it quite well with seashells and, and roses and ivy and, and uh, things like that. And I make, got another one where there's a little bridge where he goes into his little house. And that's the one where I started making shutters for the doors. And the other one, two, three, four, five, six. The one, if I get more wood, this will be my eighth one. We have a hand for you, Cindy. You did a nice job, Lisa. Um, I wanted to know, uh, have you ever done anything like, and or could you do something that could be holiday-ish, like for Christmas um, as a decoration? So not necessarily an actual, you know what I mean? Like more of a house than a birdhouse. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? Like, you know, creating a cabin or something that could be decoration? Good. That's a wonderful idea, Cindy. Really. And um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because if I find anybody who's got any wood. <laughs> that, you can make a little gingerbread house. You could. You could do something really cool like that, and especially since you're doing stuff and keeping them in your home. That'd be really cool. And you could put lights on it and everything. And then the other thing is, I really think that you should think about loving on one of your dearest friends of over 30 years and blessing her with one of your birdhouses. Oh, <laughs> nudge, uh, nudge, hint, hint. Nudge, nudge, Are you saying nudge, you nudge. take president over uh, her son? <laughs> oh, oh, she's got eight of them, for heaven's sake. <laughs> I was talking to her before he was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice job, though, Lisa. Thank you very much, Cindy. Yes. Anybody else? Oh, yeah. We do have one hand just went up. Um, okay. Terry? 
Terry, you may unmute. Terry? If you're on your computer, you can just pick uh, press on the space bar. There you go. Hi, can you hear me now? We sure can. Yes, yes. Okay, so I, I barely heard her even call me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what I was thinking of after you mentioned the Christmas, it would be neat if she could make the, um, like the um, barn for the um, nativity set. Oh, what a wonderful idea. Bless you. How neat. And even the manger um, part. Right, right. That the would other, be really neat. The other thing I Go wanted ahead. to ask her is how in the world does she find all these pieces? You must have some sight to be able to find no. these pieces. I am totally blind, but I do have, um, she started out as a caregiver and then we called her my assistant. And now what the heck, she's just my best friend, but <laughs> they pay her to be my best friend. <laughs> um, we go out for a walk every day and we, I live in the heart of, well, I don't live in it, but not too far from me in the heart of Bremerton is a little bit of forestry called Forest Ridge. And the whole thing is nothing but trails. And of course people have their, you know, oh, don't go up there. People do this and people do that. But I just kind of, they're beautiful trails and they're very well kept up by all the neighbors around there. And I've always felt safe walking in there, but back to finding the wood, you know, I will just plunk my little bottom down. I don't care where it is on the bottom of a you know, path somewhere or, or on a log that's fallen down. And if it's something that I think, hey, this is cutesy or, hey, I think I could use this or look at this pine cone. It looks like it's bowing its head. I'll take it. Um, I have a stick usually and I'll be moving things around and squatting down and find something. And the big piece of bark, I uh, fell down a hill getting that, my assistant felt so bad because she had just turned for a smidgen of a second. And down the hill I went, dirt and all, and it was wet out. I was soaked from head to toe, but I came back up with this two foot by three foot piece of wood and it was exactly what I wanted. So <laughs> I was just gonna chime in and say, Lisa is not afraid to get her hands dirty. She's always worked in the yard, and loves gardening. And I've been to the beach with her and she'll, she will explore and touch pretty much anything. Uh, a lot more gutsy than I am. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I love to garden and, and uh, be outside. I live in what is called a close-in apartment, which I love in many ways. I have total security. It's great. But I don't even have a patio. I don't have a porch. I don't have very much like Cindy has described to me her apartment. And for me to go outside, I have to go down two long hallways and a set of stairs and an elevator and whatever else you want to do. And um, so I miss going outside and having a place just to be outside and have my coffee in the morning or whatever. So, well, it's going to be um, lovely to have the birdhouses brings the nature to you. So you're surrounded by it and have that energy with you. That's really yes, cool that you keep them in your home. Well, my living room, I'm a bedroom person, and I know this has nothing to do with birdhouses, but if you came in to my living room, I don't even have a couch right now. Not at all. Um, my, my living room has about three beautiful, tall, 
um, weeping fig trees in it. And I've got my birdhouses all around and my sons always come over and shake their heads and say, the corner of your house looks like a forest. Why don't you just bring in some real birds? <laughs> That's funny. Um, do we have any other questions? No other hands right now. No other hands. Oh, okay. Lisa, it's, you, this was fascinating. I am so oh, grateful I hope so. you did this. I, I hope so. Oh, okay. Hand goes out. All right. All right. Uh, Averilyn? Yes, I have two questions. Um, first of all, do you know if any birds have ever made a nest in your houses? And yes. second of all, um, are you aware or not aware of anything tox toxic to the birds or would that matter? Okay, um, first of all, uh, your first question is yes, birds have made their little houses in my birdhouse. When I set one outside years ago, it was on a, um, um, on the porch railing and the railing was quite wide about, you might say a good foot wide and I set it there and it was really just for show. And um, my, my uh, boyfriend would go outside and say, in the morning I see a mother going into that birdhouse. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, you're crazy. They'd never make a birdhouse that close to a human and at this level by any means, no way. And sure enough, oh, I did the whole, most horrible thing. I went out there and I just whoop, picked up the birdhouse, left the whole nest and everything exposed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I quickly, so I quickly, you know, placed it back down there as good as I could. So yes, birdhouses, birds have made their nests in my Neat. houses. Uh -huh. Yeah. And what was your other question? Oh, um, I didn't know if it mattered or not, if any of the, oh, the glues or varnishes or anything might be toxic. No, I've always looked for something that is non-toxic um, because I've explained to people what I do with it and they'll say, okay, we'll get you the right stuff. And unless, unless the bird was uh, a woodpecker that was eating the wood or the bird was literally eating the wood himself, and trust me, I don't think they, they would want to. They have a sense of what's right and wrong, and they're not going to peck at this wood or eat it. So okay. I've made That's sure. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Super. Well, thank you so much. I love nature, thank too. You. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I love to get outside, and it's been beautiful out lately, so it's been nice to go for those long walks and the trails and, as Cindy says, get my hands dirty. <laughs> So there are no other hands right now. Um, so you said you kind of picked over that area. Is there other areas near you that you could go to? Or is, are, is that kind of with the only one? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is. We have, we, um, we have two beautiful state parks here. But as you all know, you have to have a discovery pass to get to them. And um, right now, our one state park, Illahi, is closed because of renovations, whatever's going on. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't like saying this, but a lot of places where there would be trees that have fallen, I hate to say, have become homeless areas around here. And the only mm -hmm. reason I know that is because I used to go out with the homeless caravan and crusade to the homeless. And a lot of places where I used to go as a young person growing up here have now, that do have the alder trees, because I know where they're at, um, mm -hmm. um, have been taken over by the homeless and it's not real pleasant. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's unfortunate, but that's what's happened. So, but I do have a friend and I, I say I do, <laughs> who would like me to come out and get the alder out at their house. But this person isn't a very nice person. And so I'm kind of like, uh, maybe I should pass this up. So what's, what's more important? Yeah. Yeah. So I've enjoyed having all of you and your questions. I kept thinking, what are they going to ask for questions? And, and um, the lady who asked if I put a polyurethane, what I use is called Verithane No R-O-T-E, I believe it, No Rot, No Rot. So it's a pretty, pretty heavy, you can use it as a paint on or you can use it as a spray on. And I, I choose to paint on because if I'm spraying, um, I'm gonna have to know that my birdhouse is in front of me and the fumes, I'd have to go outside, which I go outside anyway when I paint it on. But with barathane, all you have to do is take your, your paintbrush and dip it in and you can just start slopping it anywhere and smooth it out later. So it's a lot easier for me to do it that way than spray it on. I'd probably spray the nozzle in my eyes and get a coat of it. That's probably what I would do too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm assuming you put the rough part of the bark on the outside. That's you on the outside of the tree. And then the other side is more smooth, correct? That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I was picturing it and then I'm like, wait, am I picturing it correctly? So Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, not all the pieces are perfectly square or perfectly round. Some are shaped at the top, they're real thin, and then they might have a gouge in it, and then they come down to the bottom and they go way, way out. So you're looking at pieces that look almost like, imagine one looking like um, if you've ever seen or felt the state Idaho. And then let's go to the state of Maine and all these little tiny pieces, and you're just trying to fit them all together to make a wall or to make a corner of a wall, or to make even a circle. That's fascinating, it's like a puzzle. Exactly, exactly, it's a, it's a, it's a bark puzzle. <laughs> that is really cool. So, any more questions? Right now. All right. Well, All right. Um, oh, we just thank you. Show up. Sorry. Well, thank you. No I've enjoyed worries. this so much. Um, All right, we I have one more hand. Yep. Oh, good. Good. As I say, as I say that, they go up. Okay. So we <laughs> have um, two hands now. Uh, okay. The first one is area code three oh seven. Yes, this is Pat again from Pensacola. I'm afraid I've had to be kind of in and out because I've got the guy here working on my internet. But um, what? Uh, Lisa, what do you make for the floor of your, what do you use for the floor of your little birdhouse? Oh, okay. Well, as I said, a lot of times they've just been empty. You know, if you turned them over, it would just be an open bottom. But I have oh. made one. My son, um, oh, about two years ago, he gave me this, um, imagine a stepping stone, except it was cedar. And he was making stepping stones. So imagine something that big around that you could use as a stepping stone. And uh -huh. it itself, it itself weighed up close to eight pounds. 
And then the birdhouse, when I got done building it, it must have weighed at least 15 pounds. So they're not things that you just pick up and move around. I've put a lot of them, as I explained, just on the shelf of my outdoor porch. And they've decided to make the, the shelf of the porch, the, their little base. Um, uh -huh. I've put in, yeah, yeah. So a little bit of everything. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Pat. And Did another, that decide to, to show pictures of them anywhere? Um, I'm going to try and get a video and some pictures up on the ACB um, community page. Okay. All righty. Thank you. And we have another hand for you, uh, Deanna. Okay. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Deanna. <laughs> um, I've often picked up things when I've been out in nature, you know, nuts mm -hmm. and seeds and different mm -hmm. mosses and stuff. And, and they're kind of texturally very interesting and fun to play with. So this sounds like a wonderful kind of um, exploration sort of thing. And I do know about um, barks and so forth because birch is a very common um, uh, bark that um, is liked and it carves very well. Yes. Um, yes. I've got um, a barrette from Russia that I picked up on a trip that was carved very intricately. And sometimes it's, it's made into boxes, but um, it, um, there are lots of interesting textures of barks. Like I love um, some barks like the ponderosa pine kind of feels like, yes. like puzzles already. It, it does, doesn't it, though? It's wonderful. Yeah. So that's yeah. the fascinating part about, you know, what you're doing. Okay. And um, do, do any of your birdhouses actually become homes for birds? <laughs> yes. Yes. I said earlier that there had been one that I placed on um, that my, my porch railing that was about a foot wide. And I just, as I said, placed it out there for decoration. And my boyfriend kept saying there was birds in and out of it. And I went and picked that birdhouse up. And there enough, sure enough, was a birdhouse and all of its, all of its um, birdies. Oh. Jeanette, yeah, you're unmuted, Jeanette. I, I, I'm sorry. This okay. uh, sometimes works exactly opposite of the way it's supposed to. My question yeah. is, how did you, like, if I were to make a birdhouse in my brain, I would make a small one that I could move around because I just, I wouldn't do huge. It's not in my mental understanding <laughs> of birds. How did you decide on your size and have you considered trying other kinds of wood and making some smaller ones? Well, thank you for the question. And I have thought of making smaller ones. When, when I start out, I don't have a clue what, what size. Um, I mean, if, if pieces are going together, good. And it looks like I'm making a wall from it. I just keep going. Uh, 
So I couldn't tell you um, <clears throat> what size it's going to turn out to be. Although the woman who ordered the fairy one um, that I made into a teardrop shape, um, I practiced on that for a long time. I had to get several pieces of wood and either cut them or make them to fit the bottom of where, or the top of where a teardrop would be to the little point. And that was the bottom of the birdhouse. And the top of the birdhouse, or the other end, the big tier end, was where I had the little open window and the little um, perch coming out. Um, working with alder and birch is kind of heavy anyway, so it's gonna make them heavy. And they're, they're able to move around. But the problem with other wood, as I said, if you went out to a cedar tree and just pulled off pieces of cedar, you wouldn't be able to glue them together. They're, they'd be like, well, to me, it would be like gluing pieces of flat toothpick together, which in high school, I made a bridge out of toothpicks, but I'm not into that today. So, um, and I'm sure that there's other types of wood out there that I could use, um, but I've just found right now that these these two work the best for me and the birch seems to be even a little bit lighter um, Doesn't have as many shapes and and tactile feeling um, But it it's it's usable. It's glueable. It does the trick So you mentioned that you use hot glue Yes. And regular glue, but do you use any other tools? I'm assuming you you said you would break them by jump like a sledgehammer or um, jump like what's your foot jumping on yeah. it or whatever. So you yeah. don't use saws or anything like I, that to shape things. No, 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 no. Uh, uh Um, I do have a little tiny, like a shaver would be if you were gonna shave your legs, but it's meant for wood shaving. And um, I'll use that to my, maybe peel off some pieces and make it more of a form of where I can stick it. Um, when I need to drill a little hole, I have a Dremel that has a little, little bit on it that I can make the um, hole to stick the perch in. At first, at first, I was using a very sharp nail screw for like plasterboard. And I just screw it in there and wiggle it around and screw it in there and wiggle it around until the hole got big enough. And I thought, nuts on this. I need to go buy my <laughs> We're living in the year 2020. I'm, <laughs> I'm no Walt. <clears throat> so does your Dremel have different size bits that you use? So do you go find what you want to have for the perch and then find the Dremel yeah. size that would yeah. fit into it? Yeah. I'm Okay. Exactly. My luck, I'd make the Dremel hole and then I'd find the right perch and the hole would be too big. That would be my luck. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Or too. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. where it would go for me too. <laughs> then you'd use the high glue to fill in. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've done that. I have done that. The birds will. <laughs> <laughs> have Thank you ever decorated the inside of them? Oh, yes. Oh, heavens, yes. I always put a little bit of, um, like, batting from a pillow. They have to be warm in there. They're going to have babies. Um, <laughs> so I've lined them. I've even, um, of course, the one that I set out for, for um, uh, just decoration, I had shredded up some newspaper and put it underneath it. 
Well, of course a bird is going to fall. This lady's already made me a nest. I have no idea. I just, I guess I was testing to see if a bird would do it. But I really didn't think that a bird would make a nest that low to the ground where a cat or something. But he sure did. That's really neat. Anybody else? No, we have no other uh, hands up. Okay. This has been a lot of fun and I'd hope to do it again for other people. This has been great. I was so nervous this morning that I thought, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to handle this. But this was a breeze. Thank you all. You did a great job. You did an amazing job. Thank you okay. so much for Thank coming you. and being here with us. I hope I was specific enough. I mean, I, if, if somebody was to, to tell me how, how they were building these birdhouses, unless I tactily felt it, I probably wouldn't get it. So I tried to, when I say use your hand as like a cup, some of them are shaped like a cup because of the bark that they've stretched around the tree. Some of them are just flat because they've been part of the tree, you know, trunk. Um, um, just all sorts of interesting. The nature is so many interesting things out there. It's amazing. Thank you so much. You are like, so welcome. Very it's interesting. It's been wonderful talking. Um, yeah. Lisa, so. the one more thought I had was in your really tall one, I would have been tempted to put um, a flooring halfway down and a, and a second door lower down and make it into an apartment house. You know, that's a really cool idea. I've just gotten so many ideas from you ladies. No wonder we're the crafty chat. Um, <laughs> that's wonderful. I could have, uh, I could find a piece of wood and, and, you know, have somebody cut it into at least a piece that would fit up in there. Because otherwise, like I said, this bird is going to land He's going to go in that hole and he's going to look straight down and go, I'm not building my bird nest way down there. <laughs> he'd, he'd have to flutter up to the hole just to get out. <laughs> it's more secure that way. <laughs> I make it into a double birdhouse. Thank you for the idea. Then I can charge double the rent. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Those darn birds. So, um, so I wanted to let you guys know 